0: Why would conventional neo-Malthusian environmentalism lead to this? Why does it keep happening? And I do want, and I just want to make it very, very explicit here: neo-Malthusian limits to growth, lifeboat politics, inevitably leads to population control. Mm. And once you get to population control, that that you will immediately, uh, at some point have people articulating, therefore we need immigration restrictions. There's a, there's a very logical uh, sort of um, uh, line there. And secondly, uh, these calls to traditional ways and local economies the retreat from global supply chains that again, that you hear on, on the regular from all sorts of envir- mainstream environmentalists, a retreat from uh, global supply chains and return to tri- traditional ways matches up and thus from sort of cosmopolitan influence they're in ineluctably exclusionary. You, what really is the difference exactly between insisting on, uh, on a border at the edge of your bioregion, which is what these mainstream environmentalists want, and calling for a harder border at the edge of your nation?
1: The encounter that this often ha- that the rather the way that this encounter often happens on the left, as far as I see it, and correct me if if I've mischaracterized this, but it's that you get a kind of more technocratic wing who say that you know we need action on climate change immediately, and the you know kind of more far left critics will retort no you know it's working class power first and then we deal with. The environmental issues, you know, you can't short circuit to to, to the environmental questions by yeah. uh, through through technocratic means. And I mean, I would, you know, try to find a way to say, well, can't we, have, you know, can't we have both? Um, but right. I, I I guess I'm personally very typical
2: very... petty bourgeois compromise. Yeah, words. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, something like the Green New Deal proposes that basically, right, that you do have technical responses um, about the way that, you know, about energy production, for example, uh, about energy transition, which are technical matters, but which are accompanied by uh, at least a more social democratic approach to to the economy, if not necessarily a kind of socialist transformation. But I mean, so, you know, I'm just trying to, I guess, recognizing that there's this tension within left-wing discussions and I maybe want to ask you, yeah, how do you, what's your proposition and how do you resolve that one? So just
2: well, before just before Lee answers, I suggest to add something to the pot. Um, I mean, it occurs to me, I think part of the problem is the other way, it's the other way around. It's a bit like what you were saying about um, Olivier Olivier Roy's theory of jihadism. It's nihilists looking for a hook on which to hang their nihilism um, and I think that's a lot of the problem with the contemporary left is that they're not actually left wing in the traditional sense yeah. of um, uh, desiring for humanity to transform itself um, in the process of improving its circumstances and emancipating itself. It's um, cynicism discussed with the contemporary world. And, and that's, this is what leads to a, and this is the kind of, I think, what leads them to a particular, um, kind, you know, the the sympathy with Malthusianism, the unwillingness to purge Malthusianism from their accounts of um, the environment um, and the general outlook. So it's, uh, I think that kind of, yeah. it's the other way around. It's
1: you I mean, know, just that's to jump in, where ju- it comes from. Yeah, because I, I sort of, I think that's uncharitable in, in calling it nihilistic. I mean, there's certainly nihilistic strains on the left. There's no doubt about that. But I think more generally, it, it's more that it, there's a certain... A sort of soft liberal and technocratic approach to things which wants to limit the worst excesses of capitalism and so and doesn't see necess- working class power as achievable or is even necessarily on the horizon. And, and so, you know, really just wants government to do some good things to make the world a bit of a nicer place. I think that's – and I don't think that's cynical. Yeah. I don't think that's nihilistic. I think it's just a very limited vision and probably a self-defeating one because it, it I just think- won't get off the ground.
2: Yeah, I think I think you're right. It's technocratic and it's a kind of green supranationalism that seems more likely, which is grounded in a kind of, I don't know, a lack of faith in working class politics, which is which is not which is not nihilistic. It's here's how to lock in some things that we don't want to have um, policy discussions on. It's not a here's here's a a system with no with no moral ideas. But The green supranationalism isn't going to, isn't going to present itself as liberal or technocratic. It will be liberal and technocratic, but it, the green supranationalism will be presented as part of a um, genuinely radical left-wing social democratic agenda, because it will be draped in the mantle of the first New Deal. So, I mean, this is my, my um, uh, this is my cr- critique of um, the green New Deal. It isn't specifically linked to um, isn't specifically linked to any policy which is packaged up in it. But the way in which it's politically legitimated, I think, is problematic. And um, so it will be technocratic, but it will be technocratic from a left wing perspective rather than um, cast in kind of liberal terms. And I think that that will leave um, leave you wrong footed, Alex, because you will have no resource or, or no, no space from which to critique that perspective.
0: Because not that people weren't opposed to uh, John McDonald's ideas about reindustrialization and investment in the region, um, but it, it was these were sort of charity cases of feeling sorry yeah. for these people, and, and, and to, rather than going into those communities and saying, "Right, so there are there's some experts here. Let's work with the so an anti technocratic perspective is not anti expertise. It's just saying non rule by experts." I uh, use u- yeah. using experts well alongside trade unions and working class communities for themselves to come up with the best solutions and trust in the fact that working class communities have such an amazing body of knowledge that they themselves can come up with what are, are, are some of the best solutions.